Well, ahoy there, people. Ahoy there, fellow pirates, and welcome to the wackiest, zeniest, and most rubbery podcast on the Grand Grand Line. That's right, we're diving into the world of One Piece, where pirates eat more meat than the carnivores or island, and where swords can talk. Join us as we navigate the treacherous waters of humor, dissecting everything from Luffy's appetite to Zoro's directional challenge swordsmanship. So sit your course of laughter, hoist the Jolly Roger of giggles, and get ready for a podcast adventure that that's wilder than Buggy's hair. So let's go on ahead. Let's do this. I'm excited to have Jamie with me. I'm excited to have Rossi, my good friend and co-host, with me. So let's go on ahead. Let's set sail. And hey, guys. Hey. Ahoy. Ahoy, All right, ahoy. Ahoy, matey. Ahoy, matey. Are we supposed to talk pirate throughout the whole thing or just the intro? Yes, savvy, savvy. <laughs> so anyways, guys, like I said, we're going to be diving into the world of One Piece. This is season one of One Piece. I'm here now. Here's the thing. I'm not the biggest anime fan or anything like that. I'm selective on certain animes that I watch and things like that. But I do know the lore behind One Piece and things like that. And um, I don't know if Rossi's um, a di- anime fan or anything like that either. And I know Jamie yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, is very selective as well with her anime and stuff too. But <laughs> we are going to handle this with care. We are going to end up enjoying <laughs> this review because we did enjoy this uh, live action adaptation. But coming out of the gate of me knowing the lore of who uh, of this one piece and things like that, I really felt like they actually got the anime right. The creators were behind uh, the Netflix's thing. That's why uh, Netflix's one piece. That's also another positive. This reminds me of so much of The Last of Us to where everything was like on point where people would actually be going, I'm, I love this. Okay. So anyways, uh, so what did you guys think of it? of the opening and what your, your opening thoughts are. Jamie, you go ahead. You go yeah. So I'd watched one, one piece anime, only one episode. Right. And mm-hmm. it's something that I enjoy, but I talked to my friend Tyrone who pushed me into it and said that the thousand pushed me out of it. Like hearing that there's a thousand episodes to me yeah. was like, Oh, what am I even starting for? It's so long, too many. Uh, so this one piece live action version captivated me because i was like okay eight episodes doable or was it 10 either way doable yep uh and yeah as soon as i watched episode one i was just invested in these characters and i we couldn't put it down i think we finished it in two days uh because yeah it was just like next episode next episode because you just fell in love (laughs) with these characters they were so likable and the very one episode that I did watch was exactly like the show. Like everything that I watched from that anime looked like a live version on uh, episode one. So yeah, I was really invested in it straight from the start. Yeah, me too. I did the same thing. I um I watched one episode because I I too was told by many people, you know, if you want to get into anime, you got to watch One Piece. But there's like over a thousand episodes, and and then I, I felt the same way. Like where where do I start? So right. I just put on a random episode just to watch a little bit of it so that before I watched the, 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 you know, the live action uh, show. And it was really awesome to watch that first episode, which is called Romance Dawn, and to see the characters be put together so well, like in the world of One Piece anime. 
Um, it was really exciting. Um, I definitely fell in love with, um, with um, what's his name? Luffy. Uh, loved him. A great character. And from there, I, I finished it in two days as well. I binged it out in two days because I had to go to the next episodes. It was, it was really good. Definitely draws you in, especially from like the very get go of whenever you see Lobby, he's actually on uh, his little boat and yeah. he's over there talking to us, breaking the third wall, which right. is something that I really liked was the fact that he was introducing us to him right. and for the very first time to allow us to know what's going on in his world. But also, too, I like how it also opens up to the pirate getting executed and then all of a sudden it's, there's chaos of yeah. the pirates looking for the one piece and then it goes into how Luffy just wants to be a pirate and knowing yeah. that he wants to be a pirate and knows his own, own self-identity when everybody thinks that he's just in over his head and he doesn't know yeah. anything but I love how true he is to himself and how open he is about who he is. And I also have in my notes, too, I like how he actually chooses characters that are just has that much passion and love right. for what they want to do. And that's how he selects the people that he's with. And I think that's one of the important things here is friendship. And, the, and even though at first they're like, no, we're not a crew. Right. This is my crew. No, we're not a right. crew. So yeah. I definitely like that. I, I, I like that, too. I like when he approached them as friends and wanting to know, like, what's your dream? You know, what, what mm -hmm. is it that you, and he asked everyone, what is it that they wanted to do? Just like, um, uh, Kobe, you know, when he first met Kobe and you know, what, what she wanted to do or he wanted to do and, you know, wanted to be a Marine. And so I thought that was really cool. And just his energy, he's just a likable character. Like I, and it matches the, the anime as well. He's just, I really like him as a character. He's a good person. And, um, I like that. And just, the, the clothing, the style, I mean, it's, they did such a great job bringing that to life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Luffy was probably one of my favorite characters. Um, he, as you said, he likable, like delightful. Yeah. And what I like is he encourages everybody to follow their dreams, even if mm -hmm. their dreams are opposite to his. Like, as you mentioned with Colby, like he's going to be the enemy, he marines would be enemies of right. the pirates but he was right. still right. like go and be the best marine you can be go and be the best version of yourself even if it's not what i agree with or like and i really love that that's like true friendship you know like just supporting you regardless is really absolutely good. and how he found them how he went to you know every dock or whatever town they would go to he would find you know each of them and i liked how they showed who they were how they told you know um um, Luffy's story, and then they go back to his childhood. So you can get a little bit of who he was at a very young age. And um, and like Jamie said, just always wanting to be a pirate. He knew he wanted to do that. And then when you meet Zoro and how we met, how we meet Zoro and how they go into his childhood, it's just the way that they set the story up and and how they found each character was just is it was exciting because you wanted to you you knew there were other characters that he's going to meet. And I, you're looking forward to meeting those characters that you see in the anime. Archie. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how I felt, though, too, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because, you know, this thing has a lot of world building, a lot of ways of actually building this world up. 
And it could feel convoluted to the point where it might take you out of it because they're also showing you an origin story behind these characters. But no, it makes you love those characters even more. So if something happens to them later on in another season or whatever, you right. care about these characters. You're rooting for these characters. These characters are also very relatable, though, too. And I like that whole entire setup with Kobe uh, whenever he first meets them over at uh, this other pirate ship. And he's afraid of everything. He's a fr- he's shy, shy, timid. He's re- he's very fragile, mm. and basically, Kobe never forgets that. And I like how mm. at the and finally, whenever you see them at the Marines' place, he's like, "I just want to let you know. Once you leave, you'll be an enemy. But right now, you're my friend." Right. Yeah. I thought that was a very sweet moment. And I like how Kobe. Kobe's just a good person as well. The fact that um, Kobe's a Marine. And like, you know, when they separated, you know, um, Luffy was okay with that. But throughout, you see that that Kobe's not willing to do anything that's not right, you know, because Kobe wanted to become a Marine, a Marine to help people. And so the fact that you you get to see the progress of Kobe and finding, you know, his voice and, you know, standing up for himself and all that, I, I really like that character as well. He's a really good character. Same here. And I think that that's very important to have because they could have just left him at the dock and introduced him for season two and then do a whole origin story of setting his character up for season two. But no, they let him grow within the first season and they put a lot of meat into this to where you can enjoy it and it doesn't feel forced. And the way that they were able to bring certain things out of it, I loved. And then also through the pirate lore with Shank. And, and yeah. uh, with Jinx, though, too, and explaining yeah. to um, Luffy, he goes, look, you did not get those scars on your own. On your own. You did that self-inflicted. That's right. not the same thing as going out on this adventures like we are or anything. You self-inflicted that. And that's not being a pirate. Even though you're trying to prove something to me, that's still not being a pirate. I liked how it goes into that childhood. And then he winds up drinking a magic thing to make him rubbery which i thought was so hilarious it was it was awesome to see um them be able to recreate what he's able to do in an anime series when i when you see when i when i and this is me not really knowing you know one piece like that but you know looking at the series first you know one of the episodes and wondering how are they going to make his arms do that how are they going to you know what i mean they did a really good job because you couldn't, the graphics were great. I mean, when he first, when his arm first extended, it was like, oh my gosh. And then as it goes along, he even does things that he didn't realize that he can do. So you're, uh, the fighting scenes were just amazing. I loved each and every fighting scene. And I always loved when Luffy was going to fight because what is it that he's going to discover that he's able to do? I just, I, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved mm-hmm. it. Especially with that whole entire thing with Alvita and everything. Yeah, too. right, right. And when he frees Kobe, I just thought that was hilarious. Like he just winds up kicking her over the sh- overboard. Right. And she's like the, and I actually pictured this. Okay, I actually have this in my notes, um, where I said this is basically a video game. If you think about it, like a fantasy video game where you're doing these side missions. Yeah. And then you get over to the main boss, which is the big pirate. Right. And then you're trying to fight that pirate. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I got initially from that. But I no, just absolutely. love it. Yeah. Absolutely. And the 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 pirate, how they introduce each pirate in each town, you know, uh the wanted yeah. picture would come up 
and then it would burn and you get to meet that pirate. So then, you know, as the show goes on, you're getting, okay, this is, this is how each episode goes. We're going to find another pirate that's wanted. And I loved how they did that because it was like a video game. You're on another mission, you know, and by the end of that episode, you got to complete that mission and then you move on. So it was beautifully done. Hmm. And I felt like it was completed, as you said, like we got to meet Buggy and it felt like Buggy's chapter was closed. But then, you know, he popped up in another episode a bit later on. And same with um, Carl, Carl Oil. I can't remember how to pronounce it, but the one that was like uh, with the cat. You know what I'm talking about? The cat uh, pirates. Yeah, I forget his name. I can't pronounce it even if I could remember it. But anyway, he's <laughs> the butcher, uh, the butler, sorry, the butler. Oh, um, the butler, yes. Yeah. Oh, and okay. So same with him. I loved, you know, meeting meeting these enemies, getting to know them for a quick little bit, and then, you know, the next episode we're on to a new pirate and things like that. Like it didn't seem drawn out. And even though they might have still been in further episodes, they were still very interesting you know, to me, oh, anyway, right. I, I really liked Buggy. I really liked him. Uh, uh, not Zorro because he's on the crew now, but uh, what was the other one? Mihawk, the one with the swordsman. Oh, yes, Loved yes. him. Yes. And we know that they're going to pop up in the future of this series, but, yeah, just seeing their little chapter open and then close, yeah. I just felt like it was a little teaser of what we're going to see in the future, and I really liked that. You know, like right. it wasn't overdrawn or it wasn't not enough. It was really good. Exactly. I also like the fact that, I mean, if you're not into anime and you haven't watched anime, how they're able to explain, you know, I mean, you got a, over a thousand episodes of One Piece and how they're able to just explain everything in eight episodes. Like yeah. anyone who hasn't watched anime now could watch this, understand what's going on and then go watch the series and 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 get the characters, know what's going on. It's not complicated. They no. simplified it, you know. <laughs> And a matter of fact, my stepdaughter went on ahead after she got done watching live action. She ended up binging all of the One really? Piece stuff. She even went on Hulu and binged the rest of the anime over there. Right. But the you know, anime is good. It's really good. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't think that I would watch it and like it. But, you know, watching that one episode, I could go and consistently watch One Piece anime series. It was just it, it they did such a good job that it made me want to go and watch right. another episode. And I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another thing, though, too, I want to talk about is I like Naomi. Naomi was actually a great character as well. Right. And, you know, at first, you know, she's very sneaky. She's very conniving. She's in it for herself, but you don't understand why she's in it for herself. You're thinking that she's a very selfish character to the point right. where she be doesn't become relatable. But then once you get into the island and get into the, her plot points and her flashback as a kid, you realize then, okay, so basically she's doing this to save her, save the island. Right, her little town. And mm -hmm. the, the, how, how you know, um, the head shark guy, um, let's see, Arlong, how Arlong was able, how he just killed the mother right in front of them, you know? And then the deal that she made, because like you said, John, you know, you get that she's a little shifty, she's sneaky, you know, and she is out for self, like when she took the map, you know? I mean, it hurt me to my heart. So I'm like, really? Really? She's going to, I really thought she wasn't going to come back, you know? And, uh, but looking at her childhood, you know, in the tangerine, the village with all the tangerines and all that, um, yeah. you know, growing up poor, but to find out that she was on a mission to help buy the village back and buy their freedom, you know, and then you, you understand why she did everything. 
Exactly. And then I think the also beautiful to, little yeah. touch with that was with the tangerine thing, like you said, like I loved when we finally got that uh that moment where her sister confronted her and she explained exactly what you just said. When they went to the mum's little gravesite, she put that tangerine flower there. Yes, oh, right. Yes. Heart. Right. And I just thought how like it was eight episodes and we got so attached to these characters that it was funny. It was emotional. It was adventurous. It was exciting. You know, like you felt so much from this, exactly like the twisted metal thing, you know, like it's not a franchise Mm -hmm. that I knew, but yeah, I felt so attached and so emotionally invested in these characters. Um, Whether it was the writing, whether it was the acting, I don't know, but together it was a masterpiece in my opinion. (laughs) I thought so too, to be honest with you, like Rossi said, it's hard to actually get people on board who are not fans of anime and try to transfer it over into a live action adaptation, hoping that it would work and having the people on board that does the anime actually helps. But uh, there's actually another character I really like. I like Zip, who was actually the chef, which is like the Gordon yes. Ramsay oh type yes. right. person. And I love the banter between that, between um, them and everything too, between the chef and also the person who does the res- what's his name? Um, his name was isn't it? Um, was it Sanji? Yeah, Sanji. 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 Yeah, Sanji. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't pronounce it properly. Sanji yeah. and Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two characters. That was like a Gordon Ramsay type character. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, at first you're thinking that this guy's a douche and everything and stuff like that. And then when you get into the origin story of them, he'd nod off his own leg, right, just to, to give save him. Like what? Right. So it was so eighty five days, eighty five days, and when he realizes, like, how are you alive? How are you able to be alive? And then he looks and you see, and I'm thinking, oh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. And to find out that he did, he ate his own leg. That story between the two of them was just an amazing story, 85 days. And then that's why he's still with, you know, Chef Zeph, even though he wants to own that place and become head chef, you know, he owes him his life. It's it's like his father, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that story was good. But the ending there, you know, where even at, in their final um, goodbyes, right. was still, they were still very both stubborn and I'm not going to yeah. give in to you, son, and I'm not going to give in to you, dad. <laughs> right. And then when Sanji turned around and, you know, he was really emotional, he's like, I owe my life to you. Like, I just... I cried. Me too. Did you cry? I cried. I I, I, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I cried man I tears. It. <laughs> it's so sad. And again, like he was a stranger and going back to the goodness of these characters, like this guy was a pirate. This guy was all about jewels and making money and finding the one piece as well. And yet he took this boy under his wing and cared more about him having a future. Even when he was talking to Garp about the kids, he's like, you know, these new pirates are coming through, you know, like let them be. We've had our time sort of thing. Like you need to pass the mantle onto these younger kids. Like he had this sort Mm -hmm. of... respect for the young kids yeah and care for them even though he was a pirate who was supposed to be you know pirates are bad he had a good heart just as much as luffy does so yeah right and i also like how Zeph (laughs) is basically forcing sanji on the on the ship with them look go do your dream you do you right there's more to life than this place here right and 
So I like how he got recruited with them. And now he has a chef now on board. Right. He's now has a first mate. He has people that he can trust, he can trust. And I like how they named him the Straw Hat Pirates, which I right. thought was really funny on, on that aspect of it. And then, you know, another thing that I really have to say I really loved was, you know, I was just geeking out this whole entire season because I really loved it that much. Mm-hmm. But there's also that one scene where the Marines are actually chasing after them. And then he winds up, t- the uh, the cannonball comes at them. Right. He goes on ahead and basically bounces, the, the his rubber stomach bounces it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. Like you did, you never knew what he was, you know, capable of. You thought just stretchy arms or stretchy legs. And then he's able to do all this other stuff. And I love that because they're like, you didn't even tell us that you knew how to do that. And he's like, he, he didn't even realize that he knew how to do that. But um, I love that part. And then even, you know, when that scene happened, remember, guys, we find out who his grandfather is. Right. He never mentioned that his grandfather was the head of the Marines. I mean, I remember when right. that, I was like, what? And so there you go. I got to watch the next episode. Yeah. And I yeah. like how basically uh, Amy is like, you're just going to ignore the fact that that's his grandfather. Right. He's like, eh, no, no big deal. <laughs> but to her, it's like it's a very big deal because of the fact that it leaves them, you know, at a higher marker now because of that. And yeah, and, all, risk. Yeah. and also remember, Grandpa's sending all, all, out all these people to go and try to, you know, uh, kill or, you know, uh, retrieve, you know, uh, Luffy and the gang. So, yeah, you just brought danger to all of us, you know, and your grandfather's the head Marine that's been hunting us this whole time. You never told us. So, yeah, I got where she was coming from. But still, like Zoro said, like it's, you know, at that point, Zoro tr- trusted him. So, you know, right. and I felt the same way. Like there's no ill intentions. He just didn't tell you. Exactly. And that's how I felt, too. They, they, they actually know that Luffy's not going to let them down. Right. And they're always going to try to find a way out of something with Luffy being in control of stuff. Yeah. And then also, too, I like how it goes back to Shanks about, you know, whenever he was just a kid and Shanks winds up sacrificing his arm for Luffy. Right. Which I thought was another touching moment that hit me with the feels. And I cried man <laughs> tears again. <laughs> My wife I was just looking at me like, connection to the hat like it was shanks's hat and you know the fact that he was so protective of it and then even nami when she like sewed it back together like those moments there the bond that they all have as characters but also with the actors like i feel like those actors just totally nailed their their character that yeah i haven't seen any person that's watched the animes that's complained about you know the parallels between the actors and the characters they've just done really good job I just thought the uh, some of the like the the shark the the fish people, you know. I thought they're just if we talk about just the 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 oh gosh the uniforms the the clothing you know because it wasn't it was like modern day clothing because you would see a picture of that the one guy that um, Zoro cut his hair you see a picture on a wall of him with these glasses on they're like modern day glassware so the 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 outfits and everything that they put them on was just really different and unique. And I, I kind of felt like I was watching characters from Whoville at times because some of the the hairstyles, you know what I mean? It's like Dr. Seuss, yeah. you know, but I, 
it was just, I just, I really love this. I didn't think I would like One Piece, but wow. Same. Because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not. Then next thing I know it, the very first introduction, I'm like, okay, I'm sold. I need to see right. what's going to happen next right. with these characters. And it makes you really feel invested. And another character that makes me feel really invested, uh, invested is like uh, Yuzo P-, P. I think that's how you say his name. Yuzo? Yuzo. Yuzo? Yeah, Yuzo. thank you. Yuzo. Yeah. And I like how he's like, the pirates are coming and pirates are coming. And they're like, yeah, okay, kid, whatever. Yeah. Because right. he's done that he ever since he was a kid. But he was, but he was, he was, he was telling the truth the whole time, you know, mm-hmm. absolutely the whole time he was telling the truth. Um, and him wanting to be a great warrior, you know, a pirate warrior. Um, I thought when they brought him along, he was absolutely funny. He, he, he needed to be there. And, and to see the character that the original character from the series and to see that they matched him with it, he was a great addition to the gang. I didn't, I, I forgot that he was even, you know, part of the gang until you see like the, go back and watch the cartoon. It's like, oh, okay, that that's him with the long nose. But I loved him as a character. Very funny, great guy, and absolutely loyal. Yeah. Definitely. And then it hits you in the fields again with the mother dying because his father is gone. Right. And yeah, this is a, lot, a little bit of laughter, a little bit of emotional roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> Just playing with us the whole entire time. Right. But I think it's very well needed, though, be, to help balance out these characters and where they come from. I also, did you guys notice it, um, Luffy's clothing changed according to what he wore in episodes of One Piece? Because, you know, he had the straw hat, then he had the red thing wrapped around the straw hat. Then he had on the blue, and then he, you know, and then he had on his regular stuff. I just, those are little things I noticed. I like how they switched up. Because when you watch the the anime series, you see him in all these different outfits that he has on. So, um, but the shoes, everything was was perfect. Like I said, he was a lovable character. He was. And, you know, I definitely noticed that because it's kind of like going through the rankings of where you were. And then as you're getting all these things together, the ship, and then you're getting all getting your yeah. crew and everything else, yeah. you're climbing up through the rankings of that to be a captain. Right. And that's what I felt like with the clothing meant. It actually felt more like a character than it did just clothes. Right. And was able to expand on who his character is, right. which I thought was really cool. Right. Yeah. I was excited when we got the ship. I was like, yes, we got a ship. Like we finally got a yeah. ship and, <laughs> and, and the showdown to get that ship, you know, with the Butler, you know, right. and how that all went down, you know, so them having a ship, it was so exciting. Him sitting at the top of the, the lamb's head or goat head, whatever was on the front of the ship. And just, everyone's just happy, you know, and even though they're still not saying they're part of the crew, you know, they're still, they've achieved something. And so it was just really exciting because I felt like I was along the journey with them. Like, I can't wait to, how are we going to get a ship? You know, we got to get a ship. How are we going to go about <laughs> doing that? And then knowing that there's basically a boss battle that's coming up and how we're going to get out of that. So I, I loved when we got the ship. That was really exciting. And I was so happy for him. Like, he did it. He got his ship. Like, he, he is going to, you know, be he the best pirate and yeah. find one piece. Yeah, like, right. he is. Yeah, he, he really the is. King of the pirates, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, the king of the pirates. Absolutely, yes. I believed in him. Me too. Yeah. I did too. And that's one of the things that I can say that you can say about his character. He is believable to the point where he convinces you, just as he convinces yes. himself, that he is going to be the king of the pirates. And I like how he makes that reservation, how he sneaks into the restaurant. Um, right. And he goes, 
and they're like yeah he's gonna be the future king of pirates can we do an iou i'm like i was like how is he gonna pay for that i'm like maybe i missed something there's some some cash he has hidden but then when you know when zef comes out of the kitchen and is like you know this is how much you owe and then when he explains to him when i find the one piece i'm gonna come back here and i'm gonna pay that tab and and takes him back in the kitchen, washes all the dishes, and then we get to know, you know, uh, Sanji a little bit more. But I love right. that scene because he 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 was serious. You know, I'm going right. to find the one piece, and I will pay you back. Love that. And we all believed it. Like, oh, I hundred percent, I believe that. When he gets that money, he's going. Oh, he's back. going back. Absolutely, yes. he's going back. Yeah. You know, it'd be funny though. Like, if once they actually get to a last season, if he goes back over there. And just pays him the money anyways, even though he did his chores. Right. To pay everything. I would just laugh my ass off at that. Right. But Bugsy was also another character, which is a clown, that I thought was really interesting on how they played that off because of the fact that, you know, we see, uh, we actually get to see um, Monkey go ahead and take pirates down, but when you find out that he ate the same fruit that Bugsy did, it makes right. us feel in danger for him because, like, okay, oh shit, we haven't we haven't experienced somebody like this, you know. I was and nervous when I, we go ahead, go ahead, Jamie. I was just about to say that that's the thing that I love about this show is you meet a villain, let's say. Uh, and you think, oh, okay, they're going to defeat this one, they're going to defeat that one. Right. But when you look at Buggy specifically, how can you kill someone who can literally split themselves right. into pieces? Right. How right. can you kill someone who has stealth abilities and is quick like the Flash? How can you defeat, like, every pirate, um, you know, like, Shanks looks like, I don't know what Shanks' abilities are, to be honest with you, we didn't get enough of him, but, like, it looks like he can look either people or monsters and with his eyes manipulate right. them or what they're thinking or what they're doing. So it's like, how can this boy who is pretty much, let's just say, stretchy and delightful, how right. can <laughs> like, how can those powers overcome all of these pirates and their superpowers? So I'm, I love the difference in abilities and i'm also really curious to see the other pirates in the future what right. six seven eight series that we end up getting what what more there is to tell and what more abilities that we're gonna see i'm really excited for the rest of that right and Same to piggyback here. off of what you said jamie yeah that i was thinking that like how can you how is he gonna beat you know buggy how is that gonna happen when you see that he's able to do the same things and, and quicker you know yeah. so when they finally wrap up that fight and they're putting each part in and in, in each box you know i mean i wouldn't have i didn't even think that was even a possibility i'm just trying to figure out how are we going to do this and when they did that i'm like hmm okay that that was smart that was yeah. really smart so yeah that, and he was so, his character he was a funny character I love say. buggy absolutely yeah, fun character and i was happy to see him again later on you know and when you see him again later on for me I start laughing because it's like they just got his head, you know, and but he's still talking <laughs> shit. He's still talking yeah. shit. And I love I love Buggy. Yeah. Great villain. Yeah. Most definitely one of my favorite villains in the series. Because like you said, Ross, he's just over there talking shit the whole time. His body's right. not even there. And then right. when he gets to the the island, he's actually hung up on a dark board and he's still talking shit while he's on yeah. the dark board. Yes. And it was just great. It, and then it lines up with um, with 
you know, Vita and him talking at the very end of the season yes. and everything too. I was shocked to see her. I was like, she's, she's, she's alive. Okay. Cause they, they, they just showed him, you know, catapult her, kick her off the ship. So when you see her sitting there, I'm like, no way. She's still freaking alive. That's awesome. Also guys, Hawkeye's. The one dude that looked like the Dracula looking dude with the, yeah. with the Hawkeye's. He, he was amazing. I, when Zoro and him fought that scene, that was the best time. I thought that Zoro would have won that one. I was sure of it. And and um, when when he got cut open, I I thought he was gonna die. I was sitting there tearing up, right. you know, because you know when when Luffy starts getting upset or tearing up at that scene, and he loves Zoro, I was just I I was crying too. I was like, please let him live. Please don't let him die. Yeah. Yeah, his backstory was so beautiful to see how much uh, spirit he had and the fact that he wanted to die with honor. Like he was very happy. He knew it was his mission. He knew he was able to accept defeat and accept death. And Mihawk turned around and he's like, no, like I'm going to spare you. I see potential in you. And yeah, the fact that um, Mihawk had that same respect and honor that you know, he knew, he could sense the passion and the, um, I guess honor is the word I'm looking for, that Zoro had and yes. he spared him. So, right. yeah, I thought that was really good too. Right. Beautiful right. character. Stunning eyes. Oh, so dreamy. <laughs> I mean, he was yeah, tall, like though. Yeah, tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> tall, dark, and handsome. And, and the, the fight with him on the beach, you know, because, you know, when, when he, you know, when they introduce him, you know, obviously he's a badass. He has this awesome sword. Love that. Um, he's on the beach and just just killing guys, just just yeah, killing guys. Yeah. And when they show him, I'm like, there's no way they're gonna get around him. No yeah. freaking way are they going to be able to get around him. Awesome, awesome villain. And uh, to see him, you know, killed or actually, you don't see, you hear on the phone that the other guy that was on the beach, you know, that he, you know, basically ex- executed him. You know, okay, this is, you know, Mihawk is a, a badass and I, I don't know how they're going to get around him. And I did appreciate the fact that, you know, no matter how good uh, Zoro is, he wasn't able to win that battle. That was one that he couldn't win. But like yeah. you said, the respect that he got. Yeah. And also, too, another thing that I ha- that I liked about that battle was whenever his blades get broken, it made me have that old shit moment. I'm like. Zoro may not make this make it out of alive because of that. Because he loves his swords. He he's a marksman when it comes down to his swords. And to see him get down to maybe one sword, I'm like, yeah, this is not gonna end well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it reminds me of the Final Fantasy battle where you actually have the big swords yes. and stuff like that too. Yes. And then when his character doesn't have enough XP, which yeah, uh, but you know. I just felt really bad for Zoro, and I'm like, oh my god, how are they gonna? How what's gonna happen? And then Luffy winds up bringing them back over to Zeph. Zeph yeah. winds up trying to help the situation, and I tear it up. I really me did. too. Me too. It hurt me when he got hurt, you know, because you know we we met him earlier on, you know, when he was uh, you know, when he caught that one or killed that one uh, uh pirate, and him being a pirate hunter, but. His character, I really liked his character. And then, like Jamie said, his childhood, you know, um, him wanting to be the best swordsman and the relationship he had with the the one girl in his village who was the best out of all of them. And the conversation that she's having, telling him, like, you're going to be better than than me one day because 
you know, you're a guy, you're going to grow strong and all this. And I love how he's like, you know, forget that. No, you and I are going to be the best. And then you find out they practice every day and you find out that she, that she died. I cried on that part because I was hoping that we'd be able to see her again. I really wanted to see her again. Yeah. And then the confidence, I guess, that he had in going up and saying that that sword is his. Yes. And that's where he got the the significance of that third sword. You know, it was funny at the start, Luffy's like, oh, he's got three swords. How does he even use the third one? And you see him like pull it in his mouth and whatnot. Um, But then, yeah, when you get to that backstory and realize how he got that sword, it's very touching. And it's, yeah. So I really like how they intertwine their backstories with the current story. And I loved that in the final episode that they like basically closed that up with a beautiful big bow on it by when they were all part of the crew because they're now accepted as the crew and they put their feet (laughs) on the barrel and they played that game of, you know, I want to be the king of the pirates and I want to be the greatest swordsman and I want to, you know, be a map uh, collect. I can't remember what what, uh, her thing actually was, but, you know, she wanted to be the collector of maps or draw maps or whatnot and um, Yusuf as well. Like they all put their feet on the barrel and said their dreams, but when they were doing that, it intertwined with, the, one, the same dreams that they had when they were kids, you know, yes. like they all still mm-hmm. wanted to be the pirate king. He still right. wanted to be the greatest swordsman. So it was really beautiful to see that come full circle. Right. And 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 to finally see that, you know, Luffy did, he 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 got his face on a wanted poster. That's true. And mm-hmm. the 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 buried or whatever they call it that you know was on his head was more than any other pirate, you know. So him being excited, I was laughing when he was laughing at that because he was like, yes, I did it. I made it. I'm on a, and, and went and showed them guys, look, you know, look, and then them understanding, okay, this now we're in a lot of trouble now because everybody's going to want to come for us. And I love yeah. how they showed everyone who got that paper that knew him and them opening it up the paper and just, me too you know, being pleased and kind of happy and some saying, you know, we got to get him. Even it Shanks, out, he's it like, out beautiful. Yeah. Even with Shanks laying on the beach and everything, he goes, yes. son of a bitch, he did it. Yeah. That's- <laughs> and he's been telling him since he was like eight years old, I'm going to be that. So, and and I do want to bring up the battle between he and his grandpa. Uh, that would be- uh, Yeah, that's what I wanted Dark. to talk about too. Yeah, that battle. I thought that he would- be able to defeat his grandfather because, you know, he's gone through all this and he's got all this, this, you know, powers and stuff, you know, him being a rubber guy, rubber kid. But then you see that grandpa has the same abilities. Like he's very strong and how he defeated him, but respected him at the end, you know, of that fight and basically left him alone. I love that showdown. That was a really good showdown. Same here. And I'm glad that, that he didn't defeat his grandfather because yeah. it goes to show you that he Luffy is human. He has still things that he has to learn himself. Yes. And he doesn't become OP to the point where he's already learned everything. Right. Because he's still young in his own self and he still has learned to do. Even his own grandfather said the same thing. Right. And he goes, I just had to see it for myself. And I love how he tests, I like how the grandfather tests his people. He even did that with Kobe, but the Chinese, Japanese checkers, though, too. Right. And stuff like yes. that to yeah. see his strategy. Right. So I thought that was a very interesting thing, too. And the fact that he really, he was invested in Kobe. For whatever reason, he was really invested in Kobe. 
Um, I like the fact at the end, Kobe's like, I'm not going to do this. Like I, you know, he, he wasn't going to follow orders that was given to him. And I like how Kobe maintained that throughout the whole series, which is I want to be a Marine because I want to help people not to hurt people, you know, so the right people and, and yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, great characters, every single one of them, great characters, uh, even the bad villains, uh, uh, what Ar- Argon or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, I love that character. Great character. The, the, the fish people. I mean, everything about it was just absolutely interesting. Uh, the writers did a great job. The creators did a great job. So happy I watched it. But, you know, I definitely do like how Loppy was like, okay, well, I can't defeat these fish people, but I can bring down their house by yes. making them destroy their own house. Right. I like that idea. And then you also see, I like how at first we don't understand why the chapels are there inside the house or anything like that. Right. Or why there's uh, something being drawn on the walls or anything. Then when you find out it's Nomi's origin yes. story, that's right. what breaks me. That's, yeah, chain chain there to, to, to draw maps. Yeah, when they showed that, because I remember when she first went there to give them the money and, and she looks at the floor and you see the chains. And I wasn't thinking that she was chained there, but when you see that as a little girl, she was chained there to make, to draw all those maps because that's what she was good at. That was really sad. It was really yeah. sad. And the tattoo that she had to get at that age, you know, and finally seeing that tattoo revealed, I'm like, okay, and when you realize she's part of that gang, you, I saw the tattoo and it's like, yeah, she's invested in them, you know, until you you understand why. Right. Yeah. And she's doing it for the right reasons. She's not selfish or anything either. Even the townspeople are thinking that she's selfish and asking why did she even come back? Even her own sister said, why did you even come back here? Right. Right. Too. So, yeah, but yeah all in all, great season. Yes. I can't wait for season two to come out. Um, but any other final thoughts before we close out? Um, Jamie? No, I I loved all of it. That I couldn't fault anything. I loved the characters. I loved the plot. I loved the pirate abilities, the villains, uh, all of it. I loved all of it. Yep. Same here. Uh, I feel the same way. I there's nothing that I could say they could do better. Um, something they didn't do. I really, really thought they did a great job. It was. I I, I wish I wouldn't have blown through the the season so fast. I wish there were like ten episodes. <laughs> Same here. I remember I going back and checking to make sure, wait, it's, is it this, is it over with, you know, that's how good it was. So yeah. I recommend people go and watch, watch one piece live, live action series. Same here as well. And I was even doing the same thing. I was thinking this might be like one of those discs that you get whenever you buy a CD where it has like a hidden, uh, some hidden music. Yeah. Behind it. yeah. And I'm like, maybe there's something else. And there's nothing else. <laughs> I'm like, this sucks because I was fully invested in this. Yeah. Um, just like how I was invested in Twisted uh, Metal and everything too, I was invested with that show and this also is hands down one of my other favorite shows of 2023 as well Absolutely. so with that being said, we're going to close out but uh, Jamie do, me, do us the honor of telling us what you have going on on your channel then we'll jump over to Rossi and then we'll go over to me sure uh, over on my channel I have the Daryl Dixon review coming up and then every week I've been covering, or every week we're going to be covering, um, uh, 
are we covering? John Gen V. I was about to say the boys, and I'm like, I know it's come out. I've got to stop referring it to that. I've got to have it. Let it have its own thing. So we're covering Gen V, and then Loki is coming up as well. So I'm going to be covering that weekly as well. But and you can find all that over at In the Front Row YT. But I also have a, a channel now specifically relating to gaming. So if you search for gaming in the front row, um, that's where you'll find me there as well. You can also find that link in the description below as well. So you're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so Rossi, what do you have cooking for for your plans uh, for your channel? I know Wednesday I'm going to be uh, reviewing and talking about the awesome film. Um, no one can save you. No one can save you. No okay. one can save you. I'm going to reviewing that on Wednesday. I cannot wait wait to talk to you guys about that. That's an amazing film. And on um, Monday the 9th, John and I will be interviewing. Um, the writer, producer, and director of uh, Sabah Mitzvah, A Good Deed, uh, Sabina Basharasha. She's going to be coming on our show on Monday. So that's what we have so far. And then you can look forward to another gaming show. Probably the middle of October, guys, we're going to be discussing the um, uh, Assassin's Creed franchise and what to expect next. Okay. And I think we're also going to try doing our Why Do We Like Love Gangster Movies, though, yes. too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh our saw we're doing a, a saw review as well yeah yeah and Each also week, too, guys, yeah. this. <laughs> yes uh mark your calendars for tba to be announced uh we are matter of fact i am going to be doing a ranking of all the nightmare on the street movies on october 11th with soda uh it's not going to be search soda it's actually matt my good friend matt we're going to be doing um doing that for all the nightmare on the street movies so go ahead check that out but yeah, that's going to be it as far as this review goes of One Piece. I hope everyone enjoyed this review just as much as we do watching it. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Don't forget to subscribe below. Don't forget to go ahead and subscribe over to Jamie's channel. It's fantastic. Don't forget to subscribe over to Rossi Talks. And don't forget to give us a five-star review wherever you guys get your audio-only podcast as well. And always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye.